Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Monday, July 24th. Holy crap, we're almost to Jeez. August. Where did, where did this summer go, dude? Dude, I don't know. Just like it's flew it is flown by. <laughs> it is absolutely flown by. And today's podcast is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, "Man, I hope I hire a lawyer today." But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. And Bryce. Bryce. 4K, what's up? Right. Yes. Tomorrow, we'll be in single digits until the NFL. It's, it is officially 10 days until the NFL. It's next week, pal. It's next week. Yep. It's next week, pal. I, dude, <laughs> it's, it's been it's a long insane. summer. It's been a long summer, full of baseball. I'm a big baseball guy. I like baseball, uh, but it's not football. And it's been a it's been a long summer of us trying to come up with uh, BS to talk about until we got to a football season and b high school sports starting back up. Uh, so yes, yes. So all of that kicks off next week, man. High school sports yep. and the NFL all kicks off next week. Uh, and one of the things, you know what? I got to check this schedule again because that's kind of crazy that scrimmages start next week. I got to make, I got to make sure I have that schedule, right? I think I do. Uh, let's see. That would be the 17th is the first game, the 10th. And then the third is the first. Yeah, that's fourth. The- yeah, so the, yeah, excuse me, the fourth. Yeah, um, that's weird because the, 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 fo- the fourth is the first day that Carroll County goes back to school. So welcome back to school. Here's a scrimmage. <laughs> that's kind of yeah, odd. And if I'm not mistaken, the first day of official like uh, scrimmage to where or not scrimmage, but putting pads is this coming Sunday night into Monday morning. So yeah. Yeah, I know for I know for Douglas County Middle School, which is probably very very different than Carroll County High School, uh, but I know uh, Douglas County Middle School can't put on pads to the very first day of school. Yeah. Now, so now that obviously and and all these schools in our area have all been practicing in pads for months because you can have uh, a padded practice camp where you have I think you have to have four teams. Uh, I think Coach was telling us so they've been practicing in pads for a while, but. It's just been with multiple teams there. Right. Uh, 11 days until high school football and 33 days until college foosball. Today is also National Tequila Day. Um, sorry. That's, uh, that's my favorite song to sing at a karaoke uh, because there's only a couple lyrics in it, and it's fantastic. No matter how drunk you are, you can always remember the lyrics to Tequila. Tequila. Uh, I actually had some tequila last night. Made a couple of margahooters over there while we were swimming and enjoying the sun and watching the Braves and watching NASCAR at Pocono and watching the Indy Racing League up at Iowa. Uh, was a was a nice little nice little day. And I celebrated National Tequila Day a little earlier. Had it yesterday. Hey, 
Shout out to uh, A1 Angman. Oh, dude. I forgot I had tequila on Saturday as well. Uh, yeah. Great show, dude. That was... I would I would travel like an hour or more to go see that band. And I'm not a big live concert guy. But they put on a hell of a show out there at the amphitheater uh, in, in Carrollton. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Both of us were there. Uh, Carrollton showed up and out. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, saw Coach uh, Timbo the, the and, and uh, Miss Laura out there as well. They were out there enjoying it. Um, Who? Uh, Timbo. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, missed, I missed Timbo. I saw RB and um, his lovely wife was, uh, but i did not see timbo and miss laura was rb and his wife were they sitting on the far left side yes i saw i thought that was them you know emily and i were sort of standing in the back right we were up on a hill so we could see everything uh and i just i saw a guy that looked like him looked like his build in a visor and i said you know what i think that might be rb and uh, yep. I, I i should have texted him i didn't even think about texting him, but yeah i thought i thought that was him yeah i saw a lot of people out there um, saw the baseball directors at Winston. They were out there with a big crew. It was it was awesome, man. I was talking to the dude from Local Ties, and he said that's the biggest crowd they've had at a free concert out there at the Amp since they started doing this. He said the only thing that came close, they had a Queen tribute band, uh, but A1A brought a massive, massive crowd out there, and it was a great time. It was awesome, man. It was so good. Dude, Sister Hazel is coming in two weeks. Dude, I, how did they get Sister Hazel? I don't know, but I'm probably going to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I probably will, too. Do you know who's going to coming to Douglasville? No. Leanne Rhymes and Gladys Knight. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw that Nelly's doing the amp in uh, LaGrange. That's, what is going on where all these huge stars are starting to do these... I don't, I don't want to say small, but smaller venues. It's pretty neat, man. And they're all free. At least, you know, yeah. the, I know the one in Carrollton is. I, I I don't think the Leanne Rhymes Gladys Knight one. I don't think that's free. I think you have to buy tickets. And I don't know about the Nelly one in LaGrange. I'd assume that's free, but I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, Sister <laughs> but Hazel, um, um, August 8th. Is that what they're going to be out there? Fourth. August uh, 5th. August it's, 5th. Okay. Yeah, um, Saturday after our first scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah, I might be out there too, man. I'm a big Sister Hazel fan. I like them. Hey, uh, you know what I'm also a big fan of? 4K, what's that? Tequila? Ray taking a series from the Brewers. Now, that's not this is not, that's not what I heard on Twitter. I heard I heard the sky is falling on Twitter. Everybody said the Braves yeah. are dead. AA is an idiot. That's what I was told. Yeah, yeah. Twitter, Braves Twitter has been... Oh, so toxic. They've been active. So toxic. Active. <laughs> awful. Just awful. Uh, Braves win on Friday, six to four. Riley, Ozuna, Arcia, all had two RBIs apiece. Riley is on a freaking heater, man. Dude, uh, that kid is raking right now. Absolutely destroying the baseball. Uh, Mike Soroka, six innings pitched, four earned, and four Ks. Actually, I had a really good outing. I was really impressed with uh, his his outing this week. Yeah, same. I, I thought he I thought he pitched well. Um, I, I feel like every single game he pitches he improves which is nice to see out of Soroka uh, which kind of bummed me out about some news we'll talk about in a little bit but yeah I thought Soroka had a pretty good outing on Saturday Braves fall 4-3 to three to the Brew Crew uh, Riley had all three of our RBIs of course. Alan Winnis is me? that how you say it? Uh, Alan Winnis I think it's Wineass Winans Winans I don't know uh, yeah there's an N in there yeah um, uh, it's silent Ford. Four to third, two earned runs and five Ks. You know, I I wasn't 
overly impressed with him, but I still, for his major league debut, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, getting into the fifth inning, only giving up two earned, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see this game. I saw, I just saw the stat line, so I, don't, I really don't know how he pitched. The stat line looks fine. Um, we were so busy on Saturday, I didn't get to watch any of the Braves game. Uh, but I, that stat line looks fine, especially for a, for a rookie. Do what? We were at the we were at the concert Saturday when this was going on. Oh, this was a night game, yeah. So I didn't I didn't. Uh, uh, speaking of the concert, sorry to keep going back to the concert, but it was an awesome time, and I got to give props to everybody out there. Uh, local ties, man, that place was really cool. Uh, that nice little vibe out there, good beer, and they had they were selling beer slushies as well that were just off the chain. I had four or five of those bad boys. Uh, good people, they they went to school with me. Did um, they? Yeah. They, yeah. they pump out a very good product, man. The beer was good. The beer slushies were good. You know, we went to Brown Dog, and Brown Dog's always good. So, um, yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't make it to Brown Dog. I went to um, the pub instead and got in pretty quick and got out pretty quick, honestly. So Yeah. yeah our, Brown Dog, our Brown Dog wait was like 45 minutes to an hour, but we, we put our names on the list and then went over to local ties and just drank until our table was ready. That sounds like a winning <laughs> you know, opportunity right there. <laughs> like a responsible adult. We just went and got hammered before we ate dinner. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, Braves win 4-2 to two, uh, in incredible comeback fashion. It was 2-1 to one going into the eighth inning in Ozzy Albee's club game and oh. hit a three-run bomb. <laughs> and it was beautiful to see. Uh, Travis Darno, little D, had, had the other RBI. Um, Bryce Elder, six innings pitched, two earned, two Ks. This is the outing that Bryce Elder needed to settle his nerves down, to get back to what Bryce Elder is, and he pitched really well. He did. He pitched He pitched very, very good. I don't think his sinker was breaking as much as he would have wanted it to sink, uh, but he looked, obviously, much, much better than he has over the past couple of outings. I don't think it's still as, as crisp as it was maybe a month or two ago. Uh, but it's it's you know a night and day difference from that you know back to back horrible outings against the Rays and the Diamondbacks. So good to see from from Bryce Elder. And you know that's one of the things I don't remember if it was Kevin McAlpin or, or Dave O'Brien on Twitter that we were just sort of asking or you or you were asking I think just should we be, should we be worried about him? And his short answer was no. So you know like, like I said uh, after the last start with Elder, I'm going to leave it up to people that are a lot smarter than me to tell me if I should be worried about Elder and. You know, K Mac was a lot smarter than me, and he said, "No, we shouldn't be worried about Bryce Elder." So that, that's nice, and you know, we kind of saw it this past start. Yeah, it's it's helpful having people like K Mac at the at the other end of a text message. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's at every game, he's watching every game, he's with the squad, and I feel I felt I, I'll be honest with you, I felt a lot more comfortable with where the Braves were at after he said, "Really shouldn't just be worried about Bryce Elder." Like sometimes. Uh, you know the sinker pitchers like Bryce Elder is they just the, the the pitches don't spin you know if you if you will they don't spin like they should have out of the hands and it happens sometimes so you know maybe they're just an enigma start and Bryce Elder will go back to being the dominant top end of the rotation type starter that we've grown and loved him to be over the first half of the season yep uh, unfortunately yesterday well not unfortunately but the Braves yesterday acquired Yanni Chirinos off of waivers from the Tampa Bay Rays designated right-handed pitcher Ryan Elledge for assignments. Additionally, the club optioned Mike Soroka to AAA Gwinnett following uh, yesterday's game. So they are making room for Yanni Torinos. I think he's actually going to make a start this week um, is the plan from what I remember seeing. I don't like this, well, man. 
I don't know. Maybe. I in a oh, five ERA uh, with Tampa, but you know how trip or how Double A likes to uh, pull rabbits out of his ass. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this move. I really would have liked to see Mike Soroka continue. Uh, but yeah, we got to, we got Yanni Chorizo up here with the uh, with the Braves. He's the I don't know a, a pitcher. Like you look at his stats on Baseball Reference, and nothing really jumps off the page. Just sort of a a meh pitcher. I mean, he does have a 3.64 ERA the past four years, so that's nice. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say it was a bad move. I'm not going to say it was a good move. I hate seeing Soroka get moved down. Um, but we'll see what Yanni Chorizo can do when he comes up here with the Braves. So yesterday, uh, the final major of golf finished up, and it was a awesome tournament. Honestly, uh, Georgia native Brian Harmon wins the British Open in dominating fashion honestly yeah. ever since his uh friday round he was on fire and took over um he's an unlikely winner kind of uh the odds were not there for him to be in the top 20 when the open started right but um somehow um your podcast partner bryce somehow picked him to win the open nailed it nailed it on friday um yeah you you got him on you got him on friday with nice odds uh, right after he, you know, he went. I think he was like six or seven under on his Friday round, uh, yeah. and he just he just didn't look back. Yeah, Brian Harbin, congratulations. I, it was I don't know for me it was sort of of a boring. It wasn't the best tournament it could have been, just because Brian Harbin was Harmon was so good. Which is, if you like that sort of thing, I understand it. But I was really hoping. Harmon and like three or four other guys were going to be within a couple strokes of each other on Sunday and, and have a real battle coming down to the 17th and 18th holes and just nobody could get close. I mean, there would be times where, you know, Victor Hovland or Rory or John Rahm or Sepp Straka would make runs and they'd have like a three-hole stretch where they'd play really well and then they would have a three-hole stretch where they would shoot like two or three over. And every, every ground that they gained would just be lost. Brian Harmon with the flat stick this weekend – I think he was the best golfer at the open with the flat stick. He had so many strokes gained with his putter, uh, was just absolutely surgical with it. Dude, battling through the elements on Sunday, it was pouring down rain. Battled through it and captured it, brought it back to the state of Georgia. And they they said that uh, he only hit one bunker the entire tournament. That's the way to win around Royal Liverpool, man. Those pot bunkers yeah. were menacing. I mean, there was there was a lot of times where they hit it into a greenside pot bunker, and instead of just chipping it out of the bunker towards the green or towards the hole, they had to hit it backwards because there was no shot going forward. Um, yep. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, Har- Harmon's avoidance of bunkers and his flat stick were the reason he won uh, this open. So congratulations to him. Deserving. Well-deserving. As, as boring as I thought it was, because Brian Harmon's just not a big name, he 1 million percent deserved the win. It's the second largest victory of our margin of victory for any American. And in Sunday's final round, he had bogeys on two of the first five holes, and his lead was reduced to three. Like Bryce was mentioning, he was wanting it to get to that. But he made back-to-back birdies and added two more at the, on the back nine. Harmon is who's only 36, is the third left-handed player to win the Open, joining Bob Charles in 1963 and Phil Mickelson in 2013. 
So 63 to 13 to 2023. So that's how it's working. Does does uh, does Brian Harmon now get the lefty moniker since he's the most successful lefty on tour right now? <laughs> I, no, I think lefty. <laughs> I think lefty is reserved for Phil. <laughs> Just Phil. So yeah, congratulations to Brian Harmon. Cool that the the, uh, the open the Claret Jugs coming home to Georgia. It'd be neat if he brought it and had like a at a show somewhere or, or, or showed like, it around. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd go see it. Hey, Brian. Uh, when did the NFL stop caring about running backs? I don't know, man. Uh, it seems like over the past couple of years that the the running back position itself is an important position in the NFL, but the running back who fills that position is not. Like it's it it's one of the craziest things that is going on right now. The NFL just seems to to not care about about NFL about running backs at the moment. Uh, several star NFL running backs they took part in a Zoom call on Saturday. To discuss the the depressing market for all of the all of the running backs in the NFL, Austin Eckler was the one that kind of organized it. Uh, Nick Chubb was there, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, sort of your who's who of, of NFL running backs. Uh, multiple running backs have have agreed have been able have been unable to agree to long term deals over the past couple of years in the NFL, and they just had the franchise tag slapped on him it's it's very bizarre the last time a big running back has signed a long-term contract worth 10 million or more per season was the browns nick chubb in 2021 and chubb's contract runs through the 2024 season but he has no guaranteed money after this i mean if you think you know you think two seasons well that's not that much but you think of how many running backs have gotten new deals over those past two seasons and it's essentially been three seasons and only one running back has gotten a deal worth 10 million dollars or more and it's I guess teams are scared of the shelf life of running backs and, and they can essentially get the same production out of the draft. So I get it from a team standpoint, but it is very yeah. concerning, man. When you're a, when you're an all-star running back, when you're a prime time running back and nobody's handing out running back money at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're really not. And it's, it's weird because, you know, I think this kind of started going downhill when they started giving, like when they gave Zeke that big contract that he got initially, Yeah. yeah. um, Ever since then, it's been like, I don't know if we should give running backs these deals right now. Um, and, you know, you start to see a two or three headed monster or legged monster, um, you know, on, yeah. on you. You, NFL team. Do I? That's the thank you, Max Skinner. Yeah. Or was that, was that Casey? <laughs> it was Casey, wasn't it? That was it Casey. Was Skinner. It was, it was Skinner. Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good God, I wish I had that sound bite. I do too. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but he, you know, those, those three legged monsters are just, it's, it's weird seeing, seeing them on teams. Like, yeah. you know, even with the Falcons this year, you know, they'll have CP 84 and then they'll have Algier and they're, they're also going to have the new, uh, running back B. John Robinson. And right. it's going to be, First you know, off, let's not pretend like, like CP 84 is a thing. All right. There's only one CP and it's CP three. You can't give a guy a moniker like that before he's earned it, in my opinion. Okay. You got a Cordero Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, you got to go to Cordero Patterson. He doesn't get a CP yet. Give give you know give me uh, give me a couple Pro Bowls or something like that, and you can get a, you can get a CP on there. But uh, yeah, let's pump the brakes in the CP moniker. For Cordero Patterson already under his belt. Cordero Patterson. He might. He might. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, you look look at all the free agents that are out there running back right now: Zeke Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, J.D. McKissick. None of those guys are in their thirties. You know, they, their ages range from twenty seven 
Uh, Dalvin Cook and Kareem Hunt, both 27. Zeke and Fournette, 28. J.D. McKissick, 29. It's not like they're at the end of their road. They still probably have a solid, you know, three, four, five years left on their on their uh, legs. But just nobody's nobody's even signing these guys. They're free agents, and I'm not even seeing. I'm not even saying these guys should be signed to big contracts. Just being signed overall as a running back right now in the NFL is is it's damn near impossible. Yeah. So yeah, pretty. Pretty crazy stuff, Billy. Uh, let's get to the Marine South from this past weekend in the NL East. The Marlins beat the Rockies 3-2. Nats beat the Giants 6-1. The Red Sox beat the uh, Mets 6-1. And the Phillies beat the Guardians 8-5. On the Smiths... Wait, you're saying the Mets lost? The oh, no. Mets did lose last night, yes, in a very boring Sunday night game. So I'm glad ESPN put them on there. Uh, on the Smiths four coverings games and events calendar... In the NL East today, only two games. Orioles at Phillies at 640 and Rockies at Nats at 705. We are 12 games up on the Philadelphia Phillies and Miami. And, well, 12 games up on the Phillies, 13 up on the Marlins in the loss column. We are 11 and a half games up on them in the standings. So that's that's a good thing. I love um, all those numbers. Yes, yeah, big fan uh, of that. it's the biggest, the biggest division lead uh, in Major League Baseball as of right now. Now, now, Billy, this is all going contrary to what I was told on Braves Twitter. Um, so I'm a little confused. I, Braves Twitter told me that the sky was falling. The Braves are terrible. We're not even going to win the division. That's what I heard on on the on you know on the Twitter oh, Twitterverse. Yeah, this is the this is probably the worst part of the Braves. Uh, year so far they've gone four and six over the last 10 yeah so Fire it's, everybody it, it's not been the best couple of weeks but you know it is what it is you know you move forward so. i fire everybody it's terrible and they just beat a good uh milwaukee brewers team who happened to be in a, or in our central leaders that's what i was about to say i think their oh. first play i mean you start off with i think the white Sox are good this year right yeah they're pretty good yeah uh diamondbacks also pretty good uh yeah, so White Sox are oh maybe they're not they're forty one and sixty oh, oh I don't know why I thought they were good never mind but I mean Diamondbacks and Brewers are good and you know you start yeah, off with them second place behind the Dodgers uh, Brewers are good yeah the, the Dyers the Dyers so you start off with a you know two of the three teams that you start off the second half of the season with are, are good quality teams and hey you know it's it's baseball it's one hundred sixty two games like I don't know why people freak out about one game but they do it it yeah. makes me laugh. They do. <laughs> we are at what ninety eight games so far. What's so our magic are... number? Do you know what our Do you know what our magic number is yet? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I saw that. Um, I don't remember where I saw it, but I did see the magic number. <laughs> That's great. That is oh, fantastic. Magic number in July. That's awesome. Uh, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Indeed, sir. Indeed, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by our friend realtor Hannah Strong with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, the NBA Board of Governors approves the sale of the the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, about I'm time, man. Ruined for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> the Charlotte Pelicans. Uh, yeah, about time, man. It, 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 I don't know. Michael Jordan just didn't didn't have it as a uh, GM executive as good as he was of a player he was not that good as a gm so yeah i'd like to see who they sell to and what they do what they do with that team pretty good market up there 
Lionel Messi. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Uh, Messi, the guy that play, used to play for Barcelona? Yeah, that, yeah. that guy. Yeah, Lionel Messi, yeah. I've heard of him once or twice. He, he had his first game this weekend for Inter-Miami. Uh, scores and scores the game winner, and it was an absolute just freaking awesome goal. <laughs> of course, he does. He does. He just does Lionel Messi things. That's what that's what Messi does. Did you see the goal? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, I, I, you know what? I, and listen, I'm going to reprimand some of the uh, some of the soccering folks that listen to this podcast. That uh, hold on. I was watching the uh, the highlights from the Temple Golf scramble on on Saturday. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to I'm going to reprimand some of the uh, the soccering folks that listen to this podcast. Uh, some of them chose to watch a methy game with Cruz Azul versus Inter Miami rather than cheering on our USA women. So a little disappointed in some of the soccering folks around here uh, that were that were texting back and forth about it. So, but yeah, I, I watched the highlights of the methy game because I was I was watching USA. I was up there standing, cheering, screaming loudly for our women. Speaking of those women, we, uh, you know, Gavin and I actually set up and watched uh, them play Vietnam. I, I'll say this. I was expecting a lot more offensive firepower from, from the ladies, but it never looked like USA was ever not in the driver's seat. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, they were in control the entire time. I don't think there was a shot on goal. I don't believe Vietnam, Vietnam had a shot on goal. No, I think it was like yeah. twenty-eight and zero or something like something insane like yeah, that. It was, it was ridiculous. Uh, U.S. ladies look good, um, and I just, oh, dude, I was so pumped when uh, Alex Morgan got a penalty kick there at the end of the first half, and I'm like, yes, I'm about to get this two-plus goal differential in the first half and Alex Morgan getting a goal. Yeah, that was a bad that was a bad shot. And then, and then she just kind of pooped her pants. It was not good. Because that was a terrible, terrible it was, it was an awful kick. shot. It was an awful shot. Yeah, I mean I know they won three to nothing, but our ladies they didn't look as good as I thought they were going to. I mean Vietnam just lost to Spain nine to nothing and France seven to nothing uh in two of the four lead up games to this World Cup. So I really thought I lost the bet. I had I had the over under at four and a half over, and um, I thought that was an easy bet. I thought I thought USA would put four past them, but we I don't know, man. We just didn't we didn't finish like we should have. We got a big matchup versus the Netherlands on Wednesday at nine p.m. Uh, Netherlands, the Dutch nine are or seven. Uh, nine. Um, oh. Yeah, and uh, the Dutch are a good team, man. The Dutch are a very good team. So we're gonna have to come. We're gonna have to be a little bit more clinical on our finishing. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I know Abner and David will break down the, the U.S. Ladies World Cup game as well on TM5 United, I'm sure. Uh, Fred McGriff. Hey, the crime dog. dog. And Scott Rowland both got inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame this yesterday. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, Scott Rowland fan. Big, a big crime dog fan. Didn't Scott Rowland get into some, like, stuff outside of baseball? I don't know. You like a domestic dispute? Am I, I, am I making that up? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Was that was Scott rolling the? Was Scott rolling the guy that got beat by his wife with a high heel in the car? Was that him? Was that Scott rolling? Dude, I, that I do not even remember. <laughs> really? Oh man. No, yeah, I'm you remember the most random thing. <laughs> I don't remember anything he did on the baseball field. I remember he was he was good with the Cardinals, but I thought I remembered his wife beat him with a high heel shoe in the in a car as they were going down the interstate like eighty miles an hour. 
I don't know. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. It's somebody. It might not be Scott Rowland. I'll have to look that up. Finally, today in 1958, Ted Williams is fined $250 for spitting at Boston fans again. <laughs> uh, I, lo- I love how that again was in there as well. That's, that's pretty awesome. Ted Williams spitting at Boston fans. What a legend. What a legend. That's how you know a rivalry is uh, alive and strong. Ted Williams was his Boston. Oh, no, no, no. Ted Williams was Detroit, wasn't he? Yeah, no, no. Ted Ted Williams was the Cardinals. Yeah, he was Boston. Was he with the Cardinals in 58? Hold on. I thought he was with the Cardinals in 58. I thought Ted Williams was a Boston person. Am I going crazy? I don't know. My my mind is not awake yet. In 58, I thought he was with the... I thought he was with... Oh, no, he was still with Boston. He played with Boston. Why did I think he got traded to St. Louis? I don't know. Huh. Yeah, 58. <laughs> he was still with Boston in 58. He's better than his own fans. Yeah, you know. There you go. Legend right there. Legend right there. You look at Ted Williams' stats, dude. They're insane, especially considering he left three years for for World War II in yeah, 43, 44, and 45. They're nuts, man. He was, uh, he was a hell of a ball player. I, I thought he played like his last two or three seasons with St. Louis. He certainly did not. All of his, from 20 to 41, all with the Boston Red Sox. Spitting at your own yeah, fans. Yeah, nah, man, let's get out of here on a Monday. Let's start our week off right. This is the last week of the entire year that we do not have football. This is the last week. Every single day we have this week that we take off the calendar is one day closer to having football the rest of the year. Pumped pumped about it super pumped for bryce for bryce parling i'm billy lindall have a great monday everybody we will talk to you tomorrow same time same place shake your neighbors just shake them shake your neighbors